We've had another successful run with the 2024 WILI Eastern Connecticut weather calendar. We don't make a penny off that calendar. It all goes to a couple of important local charitable organizations, the Covenant Soup Kitchen and Holy Family Home and Shelter. This morning, we're going to be presenting the proceeds for the sales of the WILI weather calendar. I am delighted to be joined by the general manager of the Willimantic Food Co-op, which is the only distribution place people could get the calendar. Patty Smith is here today. Marie Hackmiller, volunteer coordinator at Holy Family Home and Shelter, and Ray Aramini, who doubles as a coach of Eastern Rugby and also does great work with his rugby team for the Covenant Soup Kitchen. Folks, good morning. Thank you all for coming in today. Patty, let me start with you. Just tell me how this whole run with being the distribution point for the WILI weather calendars at the co-op came about. Actually, I'm not exactly sure how it came about originally, but um, I do know that every year uh, we uh, start getting calls, uh, I think in November, um, <clears throat> from customers and uh, people who have never come to the co-op asking when the calendars will be there. And it's been a, a win-win for you, too, because while you also don't make anything off it, I think it brings people into your doors who otherwise might not have gone into the doors and see all the great stuff you have at the co-op. Absolutely. It brings new people in. We see new faces. They get to discover the co-op, and uh, we get to meet them. So it's it's really fun. Now, we started this whole concept about 10 years or so ago, giving the proceeds to charity. One of those charities is the Holy Family Home and Shelter. And my longtime friend, Marie Hackmiller, the volunteer coordinator, Marie, just for starters, tell people what Holy Family Home and Shelter is all about. Well, Holy Family Home and Shelter is the only shelter for homeless women, uh, families. Um, if there is a dad still involved with the family, we welcome them in and their children. Uh, we've been in operation now since 1989, celebrating almost our 35th year this year. And we serve uh, a really needy population in this area. Um, currently, we have um, 32 guests, 17 of them are children, and these are children that would be living in really marginal situations that we're able to bring in a house, shelter, feed, clothes, take care of. Marie, how much of a challenge was the pandemic with Holy Family? Oh, it was a tremendous, it was a tremendous challenge. Um, staff was limited, uh, resources were limited, and in order to keep our people healthy, we had to work exceedingly hard. However, during the two years of the pandemic, we only had two cases of COVID, which was, I think, exceptional. And that was due to our really hardworking staff. And you are the volunteer coordinator. Tell me about the role of volunteers, and are you looking for volunteers now? Of course, we're always looking for volunteers. Volunteers do everything that staff doesn't have time to do. We accept donations. We help maintain the building. Um, we play games with the kids. Um, we have some wonderful Yukon students that come down that will do anything for us, like mop floors, sweep stairways. So we really are a main support system for the Holy Family. And Marie, what is the funding source for Holy Family, and how important is a donation like what we're going to give you today to Holy Family? Well, we rely on donations. Um, we live by donations. It's an expensive um, shelter to run because we serve approximately 90 meals a day. When you think there's 30 or 35 people three times a day for meals, 
we, we clothe you, we shelter you, our utilities. So our donations are from the community, from fundraisers, and some from the state and federal government. Such an important asset to our community, as is the Covenant Soup Kitchen. And Ray Armini joins us today. They'll also be getting some of the proceeds from these sales of the WILI weather calendars. Ray, just give the overview of what Covenant Soup Kitchen is about, how it was founded, how it's changed over the years. Morning, Wayne. Thanks for having me. Um, first of all, I'm, I feel like I'm amongst giants today, so thank you. Um, Covenant Soup Kitchen started in the early 80s as a response to the mills closing down. It started as a once-a-month pasta dinner, and it has rolled into um, 365 days a year. We do not close seven days a week, uh, breakfast, lunch, and dinner on Saturday and uh, Friday and Saturday nights. Um, we, too, run on volunteers. It's uh, it's a grassroots organization that responds to the needs of the community. Um, I've been there quite a while, and since since even when I first began years ago, the Wilmanic Food Co-op was supporting us, and Holy Family Shelter was already, you know, was working with us hand in hand. Um, it is an amazing place that uh, wondrous things happen at. And your rugby players have been a big role in this as well, not just in other things in the community, such as the big Shabu concerts in the summertime and things like that, but tell a story about some of those Eastern students who happen to be playing rugby when they go there for the first time and they realize how important it is to the community. And I think they kind of buy into the concept pretty quickly, don't they? Very much. And I... I... I think the the concept of community service and giving back is integral with with Eastern rugby, but I also think I, my personal belief is that it should be with any athletic program. Um, we had a kid on the team named Derek years ago, and unfortunately Derek has passed away, but we were there on a Friday night, and now we're looking at 15 years ago, and he turned around, and he was serving dinner, and he was crying, and he said, why are we not doing this every day? And I, I know at that point that Derek Derek got what it was about, and he bought in, and he, and his now his spirit has perpetuated, you know, not unlike the plunge for hunger that he was at, and it the ability to give back to a community can come in many different ways, um, and we're able to be active at the soup kitchen, giving in a different type of way. Ray, I asked Marie about the impact of the pandemic on Holy Family. What was the impact on the Covenant Soup Kitchen? When most when most not-for-profits closed, we put our foot on the accelerator and we expanded our services. We started with homebound delivery. We ended up um, starting uh, evening meals. We started with day shelter. We started receiving uh, clothing and distributing clothing. Um, we ended up uh, at that point, having um, laundry vouchers and making availability uh, the chapel for day shelters. Um, as we were talking earlier, the answer is yes. And what then the question is, what is the need? And I know this is not a real popular one, um, but our, our executive director had the vision at that point in town, at that point in time, to put not only a hand washing station out next to the soup kitchen, but a porta potty because there was nowhere to go relieve yourself in town. And so it's it's kind of the golden rule, Wayne, how would you want to be treated? And um, I'm I'm honored to be involved with the program, but I'm also, you know, very candidly honored to be here because that's how I've always felt about the co-op and certainly the Holy Family Shelter. 
Well, one of the things the Covenant Soup Kitchen needs is money, and we're going to be giving you some of that in a couple of minutes here today. But what other things are needed most at the Covenant Soup Kitchen right now? Not unlike what Marie says, is volunteers. Volunteers run these organizations. Um, uh, after after I leave here, <clears throat> we're going to prep uh, lunch for today and unload a Connecticut food share truck um, because there's there's not enough people to be doing that today. Um, we need diapers. Diapers are diapers never go out of style. We need diapers and proteins and uh, money and your but mostly. Again, the, the greater Willamette community, we need your support, and we always get your support, and you have been a, just a tremendous resource for us. Would that include adult diapers? Yes. Every, everything that you would use at your home, we could use at Covenant Soup Kitchen, without question. Are you seeing a rise in numbers, or have things kind of been level the last couple we, of years? We are, seeing, um, we are seeing a very, very sharp rise within the last seven and a half months. Um, where we have exhausted our food budget for the year two months ago um it is our numbers are are through the roof they're higher than they were during the pandemic we we don't really have an idea why but we just know what we're looking at so we have to be responsive to that when we open when we open for lunch it's not like say we we're going to make 80 meals and then we're at 80 meals we're done we are going to feed who comes through and that's not of question so if all of a sudden we're looking at 250 300 meals for lunch we need to be prepared for that this may be a multiple choice answer, but what a, funds? A, A, I'll take A. All right, well, what funds the Covenant Soup Kitchen? Local money, state money, federal money, weather calendars? Out of the th- out of the four of those, weather calendars are the only ones that we receive. We get no state fund, we get no town funds, we get no federal funds. Which just goes to show one reason why that we give you the proceeds of our calendar along with Holy Family Home and Shelter. Have requests been made for that? It seems like this is a program that should get some kind of governmental support. I don't believe that uh, our government is very good at taking care of those that are taking care, having trouble taking care of themselves, and at best they're inconsistent. And with the charge of feeding people, you can't take that in a cavalier way. And the, the need of consistency and predictability um, with funding needs to be there. Um, and if you are heavily, heavily reliant upon funding coming from a certain source and the political winds shift, you have to respond to that and sometimes you cannot provide. And that's that's a tough way to limp through life. What are the hours of the Covenant Soup Kitchen? 8.30 to 4.30, Monday through, eight, Monday through Thursday, Saturday, 8.30 to 6.30, as well as Saturday. 8.30, p.m. Do you find, in many cases, the toughest thing for some of your clients is to go there the first time, to walk in the doors the first time, or not all indoors, some of that's outdoors on Valley Street, but my point is that they, they almost maybe, in some cases, maybe feel embarrassed. And then when they get there the first time, they realize it's a loving environment, and they come back and they feel a member of the, of the organization or the community. That's exactly what I felt when I first went there 100 years ago, where I was quite hesitant to go. And then when I walked through the doors and I found this loving and accepting place, it, it certainly set me I was telling this story yesterday in a class at Eastern. It set me on fire. I was excited to be there. But nobody in their high school yearbook says, I hope to become homeless and I hope to be hungry on the streets. So what you need to do is knock down that, that stereotype and make people feel um, that there's a common bond. Everybody, everybody... Everybody had a crush on Colleen Carey. Everybody had a dog named Tippy. Everybody had a third grade teacher that they didn't like. It's a matter of finding that common ground and knocking down that border, knocking down that barrier and accepting and finding out 
what you people, what you people, volunteers, guests, workers, staff members, police officers, whoever, have in common. And the clientele is not just homeless. It's not just single people. Sometimes families come in. Many times family comes in. Our, I would say the majority of our, our food service is family-based. So people, th- people that are in need. I think we have identified the need for the Holy Family Home and Shelter and the Covenant Soup Kitchen to be the recipients of the proceeds of the WILI, Eastern Connecticut Weather Calendar, as uh, the Willimantic Food Co-op, the only point of sale for the calendar. WILI, truly grateful for the co-op for doing all the work to put this thing together, and to Gullimo Printing. They're the ones who put the calendar together for maybe the last 30 or so years or so. So it's time to pass the buck so to speak. <laughs> Patty, what have you got there in front of you? Awful, man. Well, I've got two checks, one made out to Holy Family Shelter and one made out to Covenant Soup Kitchen, <clears throat> each for $1,572 Wonderful. from the proceeds of the sale of the weather calendar at the food co-op. Excellent. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much. very much. We're so Thank you very proud much. to hey, be able to wonderful. do this. And, uh, thrilled to contribute in this way. Well, we thank you so very much. Wonderful. Thank you, Patty. Marie, this particular check of over $1,500, does that just go to general fund? Will it get earmarked for any particular use at Holy Family? Um, I My guess is it will go to help uh, supply our pantry. Um, right now, um, food is in need. Um, our shelves get a little empty at this time of year, and we depend on the community for food drives, for um, meats for fresh non for fresh and non-perishable foods as well um this will be an enormous help to us when you feed when they're feeding several hundred we're still feeding 34 people three meals a day plus snacks um and we have children so we eat a lot um because little kids need things um this is going to be enormously helpful to us ray any idea how specifically this money will be used by the soup kitchen this this is this is this is all over the place. I mean, it, like as Donna said, it could be milk. It could be the next day that we have to snake a drain. It could be a roof repair. It could be uh, Chef Boyardee. I mean, it depends on where that need is at that moment. Mm-hmm. And to have the the vision of having general funds given so that this goes to the need as opposed to saying this needs to be used for uh, diapers or this needs to be used for cleaning supplies. This is just a wondrous gift. We can't be. We can't be more impressed with it. And Patty, just looking back at the big picture, Willamette Co-op, you just celebrated an anniversary mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago. People that haven't been inside your doors, maybe they didn't buy a weather calendar, but tell people what the concept behind the Willamette Food Co-op is. This is not Stop and Shop or Big Y. That's right, Wayne. Um, it is a community-owned grocery store, full-service grocery store, uh, owned by its shoppers and here to serve not only those uh, people who invest as members, um, but also the community um, at large. And uh, we operate <clears throat> on a not-for-profit basis. We are not a nonprofit organization. We are a business, uh, but we operate uh, by values and, uh, you know, sort of the triple bottom line model where we're looking at people first um, and uh, the planet and then, uh, you know, just make enough profit so that we can continue to reinvest in our business and continue to provide excellent jobs in the community and um, 
uh, and support organizations like Holy Family and the Soup Kitchen, among others. And as part of your goal, part of your mission to have things on your shelves that are not available elsewhere, I find a ton of stuff there that that's the only place you can buy it. Absolutely, we um, we really emphasize locally made uh, and grown products. Uh, we have over, I think, in 2023, we had over uh, 300. 300 uh, local vendors or producers uh, represented on our shelves. Um, and a lot of that is in the produce department, which is uh, our, you know, our pride and joy. It's, it's a beautiful department that is uh, well stocked, uh, especially through the growing season with uh, fruits and vegetables that are grown uh, within the state. Um, uh, and and not that far beyond uh, our state uh, borders and uh, and all through the store actually in our grab and go case we have uh, locally produced prepared foods by uh, very small uh, local vendors and uh, we we take a lot of pride in being able to support local. Well, this has been an annual collaborative effort between WILI, the Willimantic Food Co-op, which sells the weather calendars, and the charities that receive the proceeds of the calendars, the Covenant Soup Kitchen, and Holy Family Home and Shelter. We thank Ray Aramini and Marie Hackmiller for joining us today. That's Patty Smith, the general manager of the Willimantic Food Co-op. And I have one I have one more. Donna Evan is I, here today. Yes, yes I Donna. I have something to add. Besides all these wonderful people, Besides all these wonderful people, we really have to thank Wayne because he's the one who takes care of that calendar every single day. And the reason why people have to wait for it so long is because he wants to make sure all of his highs and lows are as accurate as possible. So he waits to the very last minute. And I, I can't tell you how important Alice and Patty from the, from the Willamette Food Co-op have been to make sure that the weather, the weather calendar is distributed, distributed well, and they are so wonderful to work with. If you haven't been there, please stop by. You'll really enjoy it. Thank will, you all for coming in. I will also add that another reason is that, that right at about crunch time, before publication, I got the overlap of football and basketball, and I got a, I got a lot of balls to juggle in the air. But we get it out, and then we take it to the co-op, and people bring it home and hang it on their wall. And thanks to my good friends who give me great photos for the weather calendar too, folks. Thank you very much for joining me today. Patty Smith, General Manager of the Co-op, Marie Hackmiller, Volunteer Coordinator of Holy Family Home and Shelter, and our pal Ray Aramini from the Covenant Soup Kitchen on WILI.